I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Hey, sports fans, I'm Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. It's time to get on the grid, everybody. This just in, NBA fans, we're going to have to wait for Zion. The NBA rookie underwent successful surgery today on a torn meniscus, but his recovery time six weeks. Six weeks, and other reports say he could be done for as many as eight weeks, so we're going to have to wait to see the Pelicans rookie. Buddy Heald got the deal he wanted. The Sacramento Kings reportedly agreed to a four-year contract extension with Heald that will pay the guard $86 million in guaranteed money with another $20 million through incentives. Heald was on course to becoming a restricted free agent next summer. The man from the Bahamas with the Kings' leading score in 2018-19, averaging close to 21 points, shooting 42.7% from three and adding five boards and 2.5 assists per game. Teams have until 6 p.m. tonight to sign players in the final year of their rookie deal to extensions. The Raptors taking care of business over the weekend, signing Pascal Siakam to a four-year $130 million deal. The Pacers have agreed on a four-year $77 million contract extension with 23-year-old Damastis Sabonis. Sabonis can make as much as $85 million in incentives. He averaged 14.1 points and 9.3 boards last year and finished second in the six-man-of-the-year voting. The Boston Celtics and Jalen Brown agreeing to a four-year $115 million contract extension. It's the first time the Celtics have extended a player in the rookie deal since they did with Rajon Rondo back in 2009. Brown entering the final season of a four-year $21 million contract he signed after being drafted third overall in 2016. And the Detroit Pistons have waived seven-time All-Star and veteran swingman Joe Johnson. Lots of NFL injury news. Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid refusing to put a timetable on star Patrick Mahomes' recovery time. It was reported the quarterback could return in three weeks, but Reid said that would be a stretch if he could play this week versus Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, despite everybody wanting it to happen. New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees says he's going to practice this week. He hopes to return from his thumb injury versus the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. He's been sidelined since injuring his thumb in week two. In his absence, Teddy Bridgewater has won five straight games for the Saints under center, including a 36-25 drubbing of the Chicago Bears Sunday as four-point underdogs. Since coming in for Breeze, Bridgewater completing 67% of passes for 1,370 yards, nine touchdowns, and two interceptions. <clears throat> Atlanta qu- quarterback Matt, uh, Matt Ryan sprained ankle, but guys say he still could play in Week 8. This according to the coaching staff. Ryan won't practice to start the week, but he hasn't been ruled out versus the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. Brutal news for the Houston Texans and my fantasy teams. Receiver Will Fuller is expected to miss several weeks with a significant uh, hamstring pull. He suffered against the Indianapolis Colts in Week 7. Since entering the league, the fourth-year whiteout has missed 17 games due to injury. The Texans also uh, face the Raiders in Week 8, and they've acquired cornerback Darian Conley from Oakland for a third-round pick today. He was the 24th overall pick by the Raiders in 2017. Minnesota wide receiver Adam Thielen, doubtful for Thursday's game versus the Redskins, but his hammy injury he suffered in Week 7 isn't considered too serious. He had an MRI today after being forced out of Sunday's victory over the Detroit Lions in the Motor City. The Arizona Cardinals working out free agent running backs Jay Jai and Spencer Ware. This development calls for into question the starter of David Johnson's health. He had only one carry in the Cards win at the New York Giants, but backup Chase Edmonds on fire, 126 yards and three touchdowns on 27 carries. 8-15 football tonight. AFC East battle unbeaten New England at 6-0 laying 10 at the 1-4 New York Jets. Total 43.5 in the MLB. The Philadelphia Phillies owner John Middleton believed to be leaning towards Joe Girardi as the team's next skipper. It's also reported that Buck Showalter in the mix. NHL betting lines tonight. We got four, two at 7 o'clock. Columbus at Toronto. Lease minus 200, 6.5. 
Vegas minus 115 at Philly. Six and a half, two backups tonight. Oscar Danks getting his first start in two years for Vegas. And Brian Elliott for the Flyers. 805, undefeated Colorado at St. Louis. The Cup champion Blues minus 130. Total six, 830. Ottawa at Dallas. Stars minus 210. Six is your total. MLS, City of Sacramento awarded an expansion team in golf. Jason Day, the winner of the Skins Japan with eight skins, earning himself 210K, beating Rory, Tiger, and Hideki. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 1 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. He's live at the FanDuel Studios at the Meadowlands. We're going to talk to our boy, uh, hey, I want to see, see what Kurtz is doing tonight if he's not refereeing. Talk about the Cowboys' big win, football, and a whole lot more. Hour 1 of Red Heat and Rage on Sports Grid, and it's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage has begun as the countdown is on. Countdown to kickoff. The New England Patriots and the New York Jets throwing it down. Uh, right here at the Meadowlands, get on the grid. I am Marenzi. Welcome to the Sports Grid Studios, FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. And uh, normally I'm competing, and I've got to yell. It's actually pretty pleasant uh, right now. My voice won't be as shot as it normally is at the end of the night uh, tonight because they're not yelling at the ponies uh, right now. I don't know. I, you know what do these old? What do they do? What are they doing right now? Like, they're probably at Yonkers, like, because they're not not betting, right? We'll get into this. Like, I'm, I'm going to, I like this fascinating. Uh, I was told we had, like, you know, four mics here and everything, and we don't even have a mic for Window Will. So, like, I don't know how we're supposed to bring these guys on. Like, I'd like to bring them on, and I like to ask the regulars, Cam, what do you do? On, like, can you imagine? Like, if you or I were told, yeah, yeah, there's no betting today at all. You just, it's close. Like, it's like Christmas for them. They're this all lonely. The day, They're walking yeah. around parks right now, feeding <laughs> pigeons. They don't know what to do, Cam. <laughs> You're right. Monday's like the day. It's kind of like the day where they go to church, Marenzi. It's kind of, you know, you only got the meadows, <laughs> Finger Lakes, real degenerate tracks, parks, Philadelphia. So, yeah, I don't know what these guys do. Do, do they go over to their buddy's house and, like, play cribbage or, or checkers or chess or whatever? Buddies. But Monday, the Sunday... <laughs> Yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, they don't not have a lot of friends. They fight with the each pole. other. They're <laughs> not even talks. friends with each other. Like they fight with each other. No, they don't even like share the horse <laughs> No, 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 no. They get mad. Hey, that's my seat. You, you know what it's like. They put their yeah. like the racing yeah. form on the chair. Like everyone, they'll reserve something. Or they, the big thing is here too. You, they put bags on the seat. <laughs> so it's like. So we'll just put like a plastic bag. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, that seat's taken. But you know what it is, Cam? It's there's Monday night football, NFL rules. NFL rules allow you to sign players that beat women and children up, but NFL rules do not allow you to bet on horse racing 0.8 miles from the stadium on the same property. It's it's the NFL. Like they're the ones. They're, you're not allowed to have horse racing. The thing is, Cam. It's freaking 5 o'clock right now. Like, whether Johnny and Chuck bet on, uh, bet on Park, uh, Park X right now doesn't affect Tom Brady and yeah. the integrity. If you're worried about the integrity of, of the NFL game, then worry about the Patriots' integrity. Like, oh, I can't have horse racing going on on the same. The same. And what I don't understand is, too, how come you can come here and place a sports bet, but you can't bet on a race? 
<laughs> How does that make sense? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, like if it's you want to get into integrity, because... it's like, yeah, go bet on our game no, on the right. other side of the parking lot, but no, 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 you can't bet at Gulfstream simulcast. How does this make sense? It's funny. It makes no sense. And I've been talking to people from Woodbine and whatever here trying to get horse in bed with sports betting. You know what the problem is? These guys just don't like each other. They're like two old guys, nope. Gabe, as you talk about at the book. It's like, guys, if we put it together, we can make more money, but they don't see it that way. It's like, horse, you stay here, sports. We don't want to We don't want to fuse the two, which I think is ridiculous. It should be betting is betting. If you like that, like, I love the ponies and I love sports, so I don't see a problem, but they do. All about the, the cash. Yeah, well, I don't understand. The horsemen better figure out that the sportsmen can save their property like they did here. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage, our radio and TV, Zumo TV, Channel 719, get on the grid, continues. I am uh, Marenzi, we're throwing it down here at the Sports Grid Studios. We've got uh, got visitors, I tell you, on a weekly basis. Uh, we have people uh, from all over uh, North America that roll in here. And um, uh, today, uh, we've got uh, Gino. Uh, come up here, Gino. We've got Gino and his father here. Gino's a regular uh, viewer. Often in, often in the chat. What's up, Gino? Gino. And like uh, he's wearing the, uh, right, show him the hat. Show him the front of the hat there. Nice hat. Repping oh, rep the Expos. And Gino Sr. is also the nice. uh, Mr. Gino. Mr. Yeah, Mike. Uh, Mr. Mike. <laughs> Not like to be confused with crazy Mike. Hey. Also, look, repping the Expos here. That's uh, good stuff here. You guys got nice a shot guys. here. and. Oh yeah, rep, yeah. It was better hats than the, they're they're here for the Patriots. Uh, at least they're not wearing Patriot hats. Uh, they knew that we wouldn't boo, let them on the set boo. if they were wearing Patriot hats, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you know. well, I knew because they came. And I'm like, they're here for the game, so I just said to them, "You're Patriot fans." Because, sorry, Will, but nobody's driving five hours yeah. to see the Jets, <laughs> right? Like, so I'm like, I I know you didn't come. I'm like, oh, you came to see the Patriots, right? They're like, oh yeah, I'm a Patriot fan. I'm like. Yeah, like I didn't think you were. I came here to see Sam Darnold. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I drove off. You know. Just kidding. We'll see what happens. But good, good to see you guys. I hope you guys enjoy. And feel free to hang out as long as you want. There's a bar. There's a bar over here. You can begin get your tailgate on. You have a shuttle that'll take you right back to the to the parking lot anytime you want. Great bar. We had a couple drinks there when our, our horse Fireball won. I'll never forget. Uh, Good old Fireball. That was a fun night when Fireball won and we won some money, Gabe. I've got to tell you something. Patriots, I hate them, but I've ran into a really lot of nice people. Like when I used to work at the refinery, then one of the nicest guys there, the Mink, he was a Patriots fan, like hardcore from like the Grogan era. Great guy. Those guys look nice. I just hate the team, Gabe, but some of their fans are actually really nice guys. It's frustrating. No, I think think it's just Patriot fans. (laughs) I think Patriot fans not from Boston are all right. These guys are, yeah, yeah that's yeah, cool. Mike's yeah, all right, yeah. nice, nice guy. Good call. Good. Yeah. I don't know, maybe he's, maybe he's an old, I believe, listen, he's an old school Patriot fan. You got to go back, right? Like yeah. Steve Grogan, 
And when, when they got beat by the Bears and stuff, like, you know, you have your Johnny-come-latelys, yeah. like our boy Darsh. Oh, I'm a Patriot fan one to, since <laughs> Tom Brady. And, you know, well, listen, Tom Brady's been there 18 years, so it's hard just to say that. But there are the bandwagon. It's sort of like you're a Seattle Seahawks fan. There are a lot of Seahawks fans yeah. that came on board sort of 2014 era. You, boom era. you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they, were, they, weren't, exactly. uh, they weren't lifelongers, but... So um, it's the Patriots and the Jets tonight. I got to tell you, too, you would have been uh, envious, and even me. I was rolling through the parking lot uh, here, getting here uh, moments before showtime. I did not expect it to be as crazy as it was out there so early, but I couldn't help but think about you as there was some uh, real mean barbecue. And I don't know, Cam, the wind was oh, just yeah. like waft, like blowing. And I had the window down in the Uber, and I was like, oh, man, these guys. I could just see these jet fans. Like, they were slapping racks of lamb down. One of the guys, dude, they had a table with, like, 50 bottles of booze, Cap. Like, literally. Like, it was just, like, a plastic table set up full of booze. These guys were just slapping ribs down. I was thinking, man, I wouldn't mind just, like, eating ribs and getting wasted in a parking lot. All right? It's very difficult for me. That's what the Jets Yesterday... That's Yesterday, I'm do. going through the parking lot. You don't think I would? I just want to start drinking? <laughs> I want to get out of the Uber and say, ah, you know what, Good screw point. the show. I'm just going to hang out in the parking lot here and get blasted. Uh, but um, we've got George Kurtz uh, right now. Speaking of bandwagon and oh, frontrunner yeah. fans, uh, Mr. Yankee and Mr. Cowboy <laughs> joins us. George Kurtz. <laughs> Yes, uh, you're hey, right. No, I've, only been a cowboy fan. I've only been a Cowboy oh, fan for a couple of weeks. Yankee fan, yeah, you know, a month or so. So, uh, don't worry, I, I offset that. I'm an oh, Islander yeah, fan, yeah. so I, offs- I offset all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're an Islander fan, but the Islanders used to win cups every year. That's, That's so true. you became a fan That's then, true. probably. Yeah, 34 years ago. Well, let's not get into semantics here, George. 34 years. <laughs> Come on. You've only been a fan of the team for 34 years. That's what I call bandwagon. No, I've been a fan for more than more than that. That they won cups 34 years ago, Gabe. I was a fan. I think I almost came on a little late uh, for me. Uh, I wasn't a hockey fan as early as baseball or football. I don't think I started liking hockey. I mean, the Coliseum, I literally grew up five miles away from the Coliseum. You know, the parade when they won, you know, I, I could actually go walk to it if I wanted to. And I did. So I've been a hockey fan. It was fan like the annual parade. Yeah, it was for a while. Well, they were also, you remember, you're old enough, the Islanders were always next year's champions too for a while. They kept losing. We got, they were chokers, right? They kept losing in the, uh, you know, maybe the conference finals. They couldn't quite get past that. And then they, once they finally broke through, yeah, then they went on a nice little run. A lot of championship teams that happens to. Remember, you look back, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan couldn't beat, uh, couldn't beat the Detroit Pistons. Like, and, you know, it's funny, like, how history... As I'm old enough to remember, when people were saying, Michael Jordan's just not a winner. <laughs> like, he just can't win. He's a stack guy. He doesn't win. Like, he didn't, Michael Jordan didn't win his first championship. I believe it was, it was year six or seven. I think it was year six, actually. So, you know, I mean, remember Steve Eiserman, guys, to put it in a hockey context. Steve Eiserman used to be deemed a selfish player that'll never win. Now he's remembered as being one of the best captains, and now he's a president and general manager type leader, right? It's like the perception, and you know, I, we'll get to we'll get to the World Series, we'll get to uh, to to uh, to the football game here tonight. But Cam, we were talking about the uh, the Vancouver Canucks uh, last week. I said I like the way that they play. You know what I mean? Like, and I said, you know, they 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 play like Travis Green played, kind of, and. 
Travis Green is the coach of the Vancouver Canucks. And, George, you remember Travis Green was a New York Islander. So we come full circle here. Islander, yep. I was I used to do the Canadians post-game show and uh, in the Montreal days. Um, so, uh, you know, I used to go out in those days. I was uh, younger and crazier. So um, I was in a uh, gentleman's establishment called uh, Wanda's. Um, fine establishment. I was visiting my friend <laughs> Wanda. Like yeah, yeah, I was. I, I was just visiting Wanda. So you know, I was in. I was in Wanda's one night, and the New York Islanders are there. And I swear to God, Travis Green is like fumbling and bumbling, talking to girls, like falling over chairs. I was in the bathroom uh, once when he walked in. He wanted to fight with everybody, and they were playing. They were terrible in those days. I think they had those stupid, like the ugliest jerseys, the fish stick yeah, Captain jerseys. Highliner. Captain Highliner. Yeah, yeah, Captain crazy. Highliner, fish sticks. So, um, <laughs> brutal. You know, and I remember thinking, I was like, what an undisciplined team. And I was like, what a clown this guy is. I'm gonna, and I didn't bet the Habs all the time. Like, I, I was more anti Hab. I was like, what a bunch of clowns these guys are. I was like, they're terrible. No wonder they're terrible. They don't want to pay their tab after. There was like a big like brouhaha. And Travis Green was at the forefront of it all. Fast forward, 20 years later, Travis Green's doing a hell of a job behind the bench coaching an NHL hockey team. Moral of the story is people mature. And, and also... I think Travis Green can be a good coach because he's been there. So when he sees a guy all hung over and stuff, he can say, listen, Johnny, you know, I think you're going a little too hard here. You know what I mean? I've been there. And, you, you know, they'll, they'll know. I don't know what they, if they know his rep, but it's just funny how people's rep, you know, I guarantee you there was a coach of Travis Green at the time, and they said, would Travis be a good coach? And they would say, are you effing kidding me? Are you on meth right now? You think this guy would be a good coach? This guy drinks all night and shows up at 5 in the morning, hung over uh, to the hotel. But look at him now, George. It's amazing, like, right, how perception can change. Years can change people's perceptions big time. Well, you already said it. He matured. I know with the Islanders, uh, he wasn't liked by Milbury, right? Milbury didn't like him. I believe – I remember – the incident. I don't remember. If, I don't remember the exact team. It might have been Toronto. I believe it was the game where someone took liberties with Kenny Johnson and Travis Green was out there and refused to do anything. You know, he refused to drop the gloves. Back then, when fighting was more prevalent, he wouldn't go after the guy, which you're supposed to do in hockey. Blah blah blah. And it wasn't a goon who hit him. That's why I think it also bothered Milbury. It was a regular player, but he, uh, Green sort of backed away, and then Milbury got so on. Why did Green back away? That. Well, Green wasn't a fighter. He may have wanted to fight in a bar. He did not want to fight on the ice. You know, he wasn't that kind of player. He didn't yeah. do anything. Or maybe you think it was all that bad, too. Who knows? But after that, yeah, well, that that's another thing. pretty quickly. It's another thing. Look, Matthew Schneider used to get smoked, and teammates would never help him because they know he sleeps with players' wives. Right? There's, sometimes there's, you know, there's more to it behind the scenes. Just saying. Just saying. Game time decisions continues. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Com.
FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections on NHL DFS line combinations. Build stacks for tournaments and the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey without Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. And remember, guys, follow us on YouTube and Instagram at SportsGridTV. Thank you very much, uh, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. As I see a um, video of Sam Darnold arriving about uh, 20, 25 minutes ago uh, to uh, MetLife Stadium. We're a little more than, uh, uh, we're about uh, three hours away from kickoff. A little less than three hours away from kickoff uh, right now. Uh, Mike Cardano just rolled in and uh, Mike's decked out Uh-oh. in jet green. Uh, Mike's uh, decked yeah. out in jet green. Going to the game uh, tonight, Go Monday Jets. Night Football, New England Patriots. Nine and a half point... Um, Nine and a half point favorites the Patriots are in this game. The total is 43 and a half. Uh, the Patriots on the money line, nice and smooth, 420s. Minus 420. Uh, New York Jets, oh, plus boy. 340 on the money line here. And, you know, people will often say, wow, the Jets have played the Patriots tough over the years. And they really haven't. They've lost uh, 15 of the last 17 times that they played. Um, the Patriots are 11-2 straight up against the Jets the last 13 times that they've played. Yet the Jets are 9-4 and four against the spread during that run. And lo and behold, Cam, the Jets did cover the number, albeit barely, when they played against the Patriots earlier this year, although it was like 30 to nothing and what they blocked, there was a muff punt that they recovered for a touchdown. And then Adams with a pick six real late uh, in the football game and ended up covering by like half a point. I believe they were getting 16 and a half. No, were they getting 19 or whatever the hell? They covered because it, they covered because of the pick six. Let me see what this spread was. They had a Luke Falk game. And Gabe, you Luke Falk game. So what do you think, Cam? They didn't have Mosley. I, I like I like the Jets. I, I bet it at ten, and uh, I think it's too many points. The Patriots find ways to cover. Am I going to get burned on a last special teams play? Like oh, the block against the Bills and against the Giants. The Giants actually moved the ball efficiency efficiently against the Patriots. It's just they find ways to cover, and their defense and special teams, especially the special teams, has been lethal this year. Now we get Darnold back. I like what they did against the Cowboys. They moved the ball. You don't have Luke Falk there, a third-string quarterback from Washington State. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Mosley, that's huge for the defense, Gabe. Uh, I wish we were getting a, a, a few more, obviously, but I've already taken the Jets at 10. I think it's going to be a tight game. Uh, maybe I'm crazy, but I'm on the Jets. All right, I just wanted to confirm. Yeah, so it was 20 and a half points, that point spread. It was 20 and a half, but yeah. same thing. It was 30 to 7, and it covered late because of the, the, uh, the Jamal Adams pick six. George Kurtz, what do you make of the Patriots in a Jet game tonight, George? I'm going to parrot Cam. I agree. Listen, I, the only injuries players are back. I think the Patriots are probably going to win the game, but I think the Jets might actually have a shot at winning the game outright anyway. You know, I'm going to put money on the Jets to win outright just because the spread is too high. Three and a half to one. I'll take my chances there and put a small amount on it. Uh, but I think plus, I, I got plus nine and a half. I bet it yesterday. I wish I would have waited and got the extra half. Uh, but plus 10 now? I mean, the Pages are, listen, they're a good team. I'm not going to den- uh, put them down. But their record against teams outside of the Buffalo Bills, 5-26. and 26. 
Those are the record of the teams they played. They beat nobody other than the Bills. I mean, nobody. So I think the Jets can keep it close. I'm not saying the Patriots are going to lose the game. They, they probably will win. But they have not been dominant. Yeah, they've beaten up in the second half against bad teams. And those Miami Dolphins, the Washington Reds, because they always fall apart in the second half. I think the Jets can keep this close. And I would not be shocked if the Jets pull off an upset here. I love the Jets tonight. Um, I wow. will have to respectfully disagree. With both of you, <laughs> and when you say when oh. you say the Patriots haven't been dominant, oh. what do you mean in the fact that they score thirty point eight points per game and give up eight points? So you mean in the fact that they're winning up by an average of twenty two points a uh, game, <laughs> in that not being dominant? Uh, is it the part that in six games they're four and two against the spread, despite being favored by seventeen or more points every week, essentially? And you, guys, you know nobody dislikes the Patriots more than I do, but. Let's not say the Patriots haven't been dominant. They've been utterly dominant. And, you know, the Bills are just that good that they were able to hang and they match up well with them. I can't run to the window and tell you the Patriots are a best bet lock because the Patriots always screw me. Like, I don't like betting on them. I I don't like betting on them. I do believe, though, tonight that the Patriots will bring their A game. I also believe that the New York Jets are the type of team that a lot of people are, oh, look how they played against Dallas last week, and they have Sam Darnold back now and all this. Whatever. Like, they, they won a game last week. I don't think any of that matters tonight. The Dallas Cowboys are not the New England Patriots. There's a big difference in between playing against a Jason Garrett coach-prepared team than there is a Bill Belichick-prepared coach team. I don't think the Jets have a home field advantage for the most part. There's a ton of Patriot fans in the parking lot already. It is a lot of points, but ultimately when I look at this game, I think it's, you know, I don't have a problem with laying single digits here. Uh, also, the Patriots are like 21-4 and or something against the spread their last 25 primetime games. They're 4-0 and in primetime their last four straight up in ATS. I'm thinking Patriots win. Yeah, 30-31-14, I think there's going to be a little more points than people think tonight. I will say that. Cam, what's your opinion on the total? Well, the, the total, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing with the total. Man, you guys sound I, like I, I kids that I just told yet. Santa Claus doesn't exist. You're like, wow, it's all that quiet. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean Santa doesn't <laughs> exist? No, we're just listening. I'm just I'm just listening. I'm just going to bring. So the Patriots have been 16 and a half, 20 and a half, 18, 15 and a half point favorites in four, six games this year. The one time they were a seven point favorite against your Buffalo Bills, Gabe, they were outgained 151 yards. They won that game 16 to 10. Not alone shouldn't have win, shouldn't have covered. There a lot of the times I get it. Okay. But I'm talking about the big inflated numbers. I'm not just talking about the Dallas game. They've also had a lot of luck. That goes along with me, but that's what the Patriots do. Good teams find that way. But I'm saying the Bills outgained them by 151 yards in that game. I'm just saying I'm getting 10 points in a divisional game with the Jets getting guys back and the defensive players I think are very key. Get the Tom Brady, cause some confusion. I really believe the Jets keep a close game. This is not me blindly taking a dog. I really think the Jets got a chance tonight. I think it's going to be a real tight game. We agree to disagree. We'll see. But, uh, no, it's hard to go against the Patriots, and I'll probably have my heart broken again, but I just like the spot for the Jets this time. Uh, I lean over as well. If I'm thinking about it, for the Jets to cover, they're going to have to score some points. So, yes, I would lean over. My my deal is I just don't like betting on, on the Patriots. I don't want to sit here 
and and have to go, oh, yeah, great, touchdown Patriots. I don't like them. I would prefer, and in <laughs> yeah. fact, I was coming in. I was coming into tonight thinking, you know what? I'll just I'll go down with this. I'll take the uh, I'll take the Jets. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know what? I'll just I'll take the Jets plus the points. It's a lot of points. Monday Night Football division game. But the more I think about it, you know, the more I just couldn't do it. And the more that I sort of uh, look at what I think the score the score is going to be tonight. I don't think they'll be able to keep up ultimately. I think the Patriots take the Jets seriously. I think they'll come in here knowing. Like, they'll say, look, these guys beat the Dallas Cowboys last week. That's the great thing about the New England Patriots and Belichick. They don't take weeks off. Like, they don't take things for granted ever. And they're going to be aware. They're going to, like, they'll build it up like Sam Darnold is, is Steve Young or Joe Montana. Right? Oh, Sam Darnold and... They'll be locked in. Now, the Jets are going to be extremely fired up. It's like they they got a shot in the arm. It's like a uh, vitamin C boost or something like that for the Jets. Since uh, they've gotten uh, Darnold back, they got healthier, they beat the Cowboys, but I just don't see it tonight. I'm, 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 going, with the, uh, I'm going with the Patriots here. I'm going with the Patriots. And we'll get back, we'll get into the props and stuff, which I really don't like any of them. That's the thing, George, when you talk about the, the Patriots – who they, they played? The Patriots played on prime time a couple of weeks ago. We were here doing the shows. Was it against who the hell did they play? The Giants, wasn't it? The Giants. Thursday night. Giants. Thursday right. night football. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. I took Sonny Michelle a score touchdown. They never gave it to him inside the five. You never know who they're going to throw it to. You never know who they're going to hand it off to. So, like, Patriot props are always difficult for me. And Jet props, I don't know. I don't really trust any of the Jet players, to be honest, against the Patriots' defense, right? Like, uh, Anderson's going to be in trouble. The one thing with the Patriots, guys, their secondary's awesome. Like, really, really good. Like, nobody's ever open. That's the big thing. Yeah, people don't talk about, like, their secondary, but their secondary is freaking good. Darnold's not going to have the same looks as he had against the Dallas Cowboys. And the Cowboys have a good defense, but it's not. The Cowboys' defense is just a bunch of good guys that make plays. They're not. It's like the, the Patriots are like this scheme from hell that you need to figure out, which Darnold could have a problem with. Like I said, it bothers me taking the Patriots. I don't want to take the Patriots. But my gut and my belief is that the Patriots cover the number tonight, guys. I can't argue with anything you said, all the irrelevant stats you brought up, and I'm not going to argue it. I just I think the Jets are, and certainly I, Bill Belichick does not need to sell his team on the Jets. He hates the Jets, all right? It's a division game. They won't need to sell this. Yep. So they, uh, they'll they be pumped up. I think the Jets are a little bit better. I think uh, the score remains close, and it has nothing to do with Dallas. I don't give Dallas much credit for uh, anything. Uh, Bill, Bill Belichick better than Garrett? Mm, wow, that's news. Uh, I mean, we all know Garrett's a terrible head coach, <laughs> and Bill Belichick is great. I uh, I can't stand Garrett. I uh, Cowboys just annoy me. They show up last no, night. No, he's got the show, same uh, look just, on his face all the time. It's it's kind of... I hate the clapping, the smiling clapping. Yeah, guys, yeah. yeah oh, shut yeah. up, Jason. Uh, just, just drives me insane. Uh, but I think it's, I think it just can keep it close. I think they can keep it close. Yeah, I wonder if Bill Belichick is going to sell out to stop Le'Veon Bell and force Donald to throw the ball over and over. I do worry about turnovers. George Kurtz will get into this Cowboy uh, dismantling last night of the Philadelphia Eagles and the Eagles quit last night and it looks like they're quitting on the season. Now they're not showing up to team meetings. They're late for practice now. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The NBA season's set to begin, and uh, everybody's getting paid. It's funny, like, uh, normally this stuff happens in the offseason. It's very smart of these teams to get this out of the way right now. So, uh, Siakam got his money. Uh, Tatum got money today, and I'm just seeing uh, right now. um, uh, Jalen Brown, Brown. of course, uh, got uh, Brown agreed to an extension. We're talking about Tatum. And um, now Buddy Healed. Sabonis got Buddy Heald just got a lot of yeah, money. Buddy Heald, yeah. 190. Yeah, Sabonis sure as well. Well, but Sabonis, I 77 <laughs> mil. Man, even DeJounte Murray just got 64 mil. George Kurtz, your take on Buddy Heald and his contract. Just kidding, Kurtz. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't do that. For the record, know, Buddy, he probably got too much money. Uh, but Buddy Heald is a uh, he's on the uh, Sacramento. I can't even tell you Kings what team he's on. No team. idea. Yeah, you could have yeah. given me a one in four chance. I wouldn't have guessed. All right, so listen. Uh, so we got Gino, Gino and company. They're having a couple of beers tailgating before. I know this is late notice, uh, people. And if you're able to join us, fine. If you're not, don't worry. Me and Cam will just have a couple of beers, anyways. We haven't seen each other in a little while, uh, but we will be at Wild Wings once again tomorrow. Uh, just like we were before game five of the NBA Finals, we will be at Wild Wings on the King of on the corner of King and Bathurst um, in Toronto, Ontario, tomorrow, home of the NBA champions. Except, Cam, I'm going to have to leave a little early because I'm not coming all this. The reason I'm okay. coming is to see the stupid banner, right? <laughs> so that's the whole yep. thing, the ceremony. Yep. The ceremony starts at 7.15. So I'm gonna have to duck out yep, about yep. six forty-five. So, like I'm not going all that way to miss the uh, yeah. the ceremony, but we'll be good. Joe and Harry's gonna be on with us. You know, he'll be on video. You and I'll be you at know, the bar, couple, uh, radio. Bring, I'll bring a couple of the Rageaholics on for the last twenty minutes or whatever. You know, get some pics, talk to Ranieri. It's all good. You got to. You're coming all this way yeah, to see exactly. the celebration. Rings and uh, banners. You got to be there on time. You can't be late. That's just crazy. And then after, so no problem. After the game, I'll come back. Uh, Lakers and Clippers are on. There's NHL hockey. Leafs, uh, Leafs playing the Bruins. I think there's World Series baseball. Uh, it's going to be rolling all oh, yeah. night, right? Um, at least the events uh, will. I know it's Tuesday, but you know I'm going to shake it up a little bit. Raptors, uh, you know, you don't win a championship every year. So we're going to be there tomorrow. Uh, so game time decisions is on. Joe Ranieri will be the special uh, MC. Me and Cam will be at Wild Wings, King and Bathurst, 5 uh, to 7 live. But I'll get there. I only get in at about 2.30 or so. But I'll get in. I'll get yeah. there at about 4. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll settle down. We'll set up shop. we got to get set up uh, and everything. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's, that's for all you guys out there. All right, so... We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys beat the um, the Philadelphia Eagles last night. And you could tell that the Eagles quit in the same way the Atlanta Falcons did, which surprised me. The Falcons quitting does not surprise me. The Falcons are just beaten down. They're worn out. Quinn's got to go. They have way too much talent to be as bad as they are. Something's got to give there. 
Philadelphia, we're only two years removed here. We're not really, you know what I mean? Like, what has it been now? Is it three years, two years? Uh, the Super Bowl, like, you know, this shouldn't be happening like this where they're just completely imploding. But exactly. we saw it with Seattle where they won. That's what happens. You're hungry. You win. Everyone gets attitude. And then a downfall begins. People leave. But I think Frank Wright, guys, is just a much better coach than Doug Peterson. And I think Frank Reich was the brains behind the operation. I think Frank Reich was the play caller. I think Frank Reich put the, the put everything together. And Peterson made the right decision in bringing Frank Reich in. We're seeing Doug Peterson without Frank big Reich time. is having a big problem. We're also seeing Carson Wentz, guys, is not getting better. And he's healthy. All right? There's always an excuse for Carson. Oh, he's injured. Oh, this. Oh, the offensive line. Every offensive line sucks in the NFL except for a few. All right? Every quarterback's dealing with offensive lines. It is what it is. But Carson Wentz isn't the only problem. Yet I can tell. You look, George, last night. The Eagles just didn't care, bro. That was a division game against a heated division rival. They just didn't care. And now here's uh, Lane Johnson uh, of the Philadelphia Eagles talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. He said, uh, really, it's, it's time to just uh, probably have a call-out session. Everybody needs to be held accountable. You know, little stuff sliding during the week. Late to practices, late to meetings, late to this, late to that. Uh, stuff will help be accountable to. I think this all this is starting to creep into the games. And that's coaching, right? Peterson thinks he's a Super Bowl champion, doing Fox business appearances, you know, pipping his book about how to be a champion and stuff. You know, it's the downfall, and then you get into uh, into Carson Wentz, in which big man on campus got, like, really started crying last night because I said Carson Wentz is overrated. <laughs> and uh, he is overrated. He, he, he is. He started, puff, he started puffing up. Oh, he yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, the thing started, is you know about what? Carson Wentz to... in the game, he misses throws. He misses throws. Like, his accuracy. All the time. You know what I mean? He doesn't does step in the ball. Yeah, like, there's open receivers in the end zone, like, and that's the thing. I'm not going to give him a free pass either. Dillard starting. He, it wasn't even his fault. The kid from Washington State played his ass off in that game, put in that position. The Philadelphia Eagles, you're dealing with injuries. You know what? Welcome to the NFL. Every team has injuries. Deal with it. Deal with it. Uh, I agree with you. I think he's overrated, too. Philadelphia Eagle wide receiver says, we need to make the offense freaking simpler. Sometimes we just need to do what we can do and what's manageable. Even Peyton Manning knew when to freaking check it down. <laughs> so, there's some, and you know, dude, Carson Wentz only locks in on Zach Ertz. That's all he does. He looks at Zach Ertz. He doesn't look anywhere else. Listen, Aguilar should have caught that ball last night. And the Eagles, like last night I tweeted, I said, I said, Carson Wentz is so overrated, nowhere near close to an MVP caliber quarterback. And big man was like, oh, you know, and he tried to sort of troll me. By he didn't tweet at me, but he responded to me. By can you imagine anyone thinking that Carson Wentz is the problem? Um, and I didn't say Carson Wentz is the problem. I said Carson Wentz is overrated, <laughs> and there's a difference. And he is overrated. We heard from Philadelphia Eagle fans how this guy was going to win three MVPs in a row. 
I remember before the year started, and I'm not. I'll, we'll, I'll bring this up with Big Man tomorrow. We'll get into it. I remember him laughing at Dak Prescott before the year started, Ken. You remember that conversation we had? Kurtz isn't the yeah, only one I, I remember everything I that everybody says. He said Dak Prescott's a joke. Yeah. I said Dak Prescott's had a better career than Carson Wentz has had. At least Dak Prescott shows up every week. He's consistent. He's there. You know what I mean? Carson Wentz, he's hurt. He's not. like Carson Wentz doesn't even seem to care, to be honest. I noticed this about Carson Wentz, guys. And it, it let everything you knew about what he was feeling. When the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, like a week later, he got married. And he said, well, at least I got a ring too. Ha, ha, ha. Funny, yet telling. Funny, yet telling. He's not one of them. He didn't win the Super Bowl. And they know it. And I never thought that it would be like, wow, Nick Foles. But it's real in that room, man. They're like, dude, we won a Super Bowl when Nick Foles was here. He ran the offense marvelously. Everybody was involved. Now we get Carson back. He never hits an open receiver. And everyone else gets blamed except him. He's like, oh, he's Carson Wentz. And there's cracks. Like, you know what I mean? So you got players not showing up. Players late for practice. Players are jumping offside, undisciplined, on the bench. No one seems to give a shit anymore on Philadelphia. Carson Wentz is just, hey, it's fourth down. So what does he do? He casually throws at George last night to three Cowboys in the interception. Why do you run with it? Why don't you try to throw in the end zone and make something happen? Because he doesn't care. Like it's fourth down. Eh, let me just get rid of it. Eh, you know what I mean? Like it's and like I said, this is, I'm not trying to do a hit job on Carson Wentz and tell you that Carson Wentz is a bust or tell you that Carson Wentz is the problem for the Philadelphia Eagles. But what I am saying is he's one of the problems. He's one of the problems, George. Oh, yeah, you're, sure. you're a division fan. What There's do you think of my take? I think it's hard, but I don't think it's necessarily wrong. You know, I might have put it where he's not the problem, but he's not the solution yet either. I think what you said about Frank yep. Reich is much more telling. I think he was the uh, brains behind that yep. operation, and Peterson more the face, and maybe the guy, uh, the you know, the lead singer, where they but the guitar is what everybody comes to see, that sort yep. of thing. Carson Wentz, I think, as far as the Super Bowl is concerned, I think you're right. He didn't win the Super Bowl. You know, Nick Foles did. I also wonder when it comes to someone like Wentz, a top, you know, uh, quarterback who's traded from one team, pretty much traded from one team to another, if he's coddled. And as you said, everyone else gets blamed except him. That, that might be true of yeah. quarterbacks and pretty much for every team. But, you know, even Belichick got on Brady. And he's done that. And it's offended Brady. You know, quarterbacks think they're above yep. that. And you, and you wonder if that's what's, what's going on here. And other players see that. What do you mean it's my fault? Wentz threw three interceptions. It's not my fault. That's well, sort of they Well, you hear that him. exactly, George, with the defense, right? Oh, the secondary sucks. The secondary sucks. Secondary sucks. Whatever, man. The Eagles scored 10 points last night. Right? You don't think that they, you know, the Eagle players are watching passes sail over wide receivers' heads? And him casually, you know, after an A-Honey with his wife thereafter. I'm not criticizing the guy for getting married. You know what I mean? But it seems like Carson Wentz, it seems like this is his job. It's not, I don't know, man. Like, it, you know, he doesn't seem the same it. as it. before. Doesn't, doesn't like have he, the joy. Yeah, you're right. And I don't know what it is, if it's the city, if it's the circumstance. That if he knows, I, maybe he knows deep inside, I'm screwed. He knows. He looks at the team that they have. They're not winning a Super Bowl. 
And he's like, I'll never win a Super Bowl. And I'm always going to be the guy that didn't. The fans are going to turn on him eventually in Philly. There's a buffer zone. They have all their hatred towards Peterson. They hate the GM, uh, Rosen, because he didn't get uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey. And they hate the DBs, right? They'll find it's Philadelphia. The Heat's going to get to Wentz eventually. Eventually, someone's going to call Eskin, uh, Howard Eskin, and say, hey, uh, Carson Wentz sucks. And it's going to start a snowball effect, right? So, well, time just flew by. World Series, what do you like, George? I think this is going to be a great World Series. Man, I do. I think there's the two best teams here. I love the pitching. I, I'm going to love the unders. It's seven tomorrow. I don't know if I can quite pull that trigger, but I want to. Uh, I'll go with the Astros. Seven? Is that uh, six and a Nationals... half? What do we got I here? got seven. I checked six right before we came on. Yeah, I got seven. George, George. George's special seven, uh, bodega yeah. bookie. <laughs> George's book always has that better number. Uh, I got there. seven. It's like a band. What? I, I gotta get, I, I'm on seven too, Gabe. I got a, I got a smooth seven. Uh, seven. Uh, looks like I'm getting pinched here. Looks like uh, FanDuel took some <laughs> under action. FanDuel's got six, six and a half here. They did. All right, so listen, I brought this up earlier. And it's being discussed. Is this the best pitching world matchup World Series ever? Or at least, let's say, in modern era. Like, we're not going to get into the 50s and 40s and stuff. Um, I doubt it. It's I mean, a second, George, and I'll give you a chance. Uh, we can go through it, but uh, all right. So this is this is the numbers here, guys. All right, twenty nine All Star appearances, six Cy Young awards. With uh, with Cole going to win one this year? Um, the now all right. So, so the Nationals alone have twelve All Star game appearances, three Cy Youngs, and an ERA title. The Houston Astros have 17 All-Star appearances, four ERA titles, an MVP, and three Cy Youngs. Like that, statistically, you're not matching that. There's never been a World Series that's been as accomplished as that. But I can tell you, and it's Kurtz's Yankees when they played the Atlanta Braves. That's the only pitching matchup in the World Series that matches up with this. We'll hit this. Hang in here, Kurtz. We'll get his NHL pick on the other side. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Game time decisions, ready and rage radio continues. We got a full house here. <laughs> it's really not. It's like sure do. We have our like own private. No, we have like our private book because there's no one here. But there's actually a bunch of people here now. We got the crew from Montreal. One of the dudes from FanDuel just came over. Hey, well, just came going overnight. What do you think? Like, <laughs> um, all right. So just quickly on 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 this baseball stuff. And yeah, this hour just flew by. All right, so the starters here. Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin, Annabelle Sanchez, 
versus Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Zach Greinke. The only World Series that'll match up with this. And I think this one's better. I'll take these guys. 1999. Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Schmoltz, Kevin, Kevin Millwood. Schmaltz. Oh, yeah. Yankees, Roger Clemens, David Cohn, Andy Pettit, Orlando Hernandez. Oh, yeah. I'll take that one way, but yeah, it's deeper. Like, what's what's a combined uh, them all? So, would you, Scherzer, Scherzer, Strasburg, Cole, Verlander, Granke. That's a pretty badass starting five right there. Or, and then you've got Maddox, Glavin, Schmoltz, Clemens, Cone Pettit. Pettit wasn't a great pitcher, but he was a great postseason pitcher. David Cohn was yes, a great was. big game pitcher, too. Kurtz, what's a better pitching uh, rotations here? What's a better pitching World Series? I think I would go with today's guys only because Clemens wasn't Clemens with the Yankees. It was a close to the end of his career that he was never dominant with them. You mentioned about Pettit. Cohn was really good. And, the uh, you know, the Braves guys, are we taking today's strike zone or what strike zone they played in? I'm not so sure Glavin and Maddox are those two types of pitchers. They don't get that 24-inch strike zone. And nowadays, they generally call the yeah. strike zone tighter. They may have some more some problems here. I'll take yeah. the power pitching of today. Not I'll their fault, Strasburg, George. Cole and they can only play in the air. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I would have done the they same thing. But I, I need to do whatever we're going to play in here. If we're playing in today's era, I'm going to take today's guys. George, you have an NHL pick? I do. I'm taking uh, Toronto and Dallas in a parlay. I'm always taking Toronto, getting plus money to win straight on my two goals. So give me the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ooh, out. Toronto, Dallas, Ottawa. Harlan.